1: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: Some guy walks up to me in the middle of Munich. He says to me, This is the Rich Eisen Show. Aren't you Susie Schuster's husband? No. With guest host, Susie Schuster. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles.
2: If I'm Grable, I'm just like, here, Derek, here's the ball. Earlier on the show, Rich Eisen. ESPN host, Jeremy Shep. 49ers defensive end,
0: Nick Bosa. Coming up, Cardinals defensive end, J.J. Watt. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Susie Schuster.
2: Hey everybody, Susie Schuster here with you for the third hour of The Rich Eisen Show, also known as Rich Eisen's Wife, but I far prefer it when people's complete strangers come up to Rich in Munich and say, aren't you Susie Schuster's husband? That's the way it should be, right, Marshall Falk, who's calling in on the Mercedes-Benz van's phone line, don't you think, Marshall?
3: That's the way it always (laughs) is.
2: I mean, let's just call it like it is. I like top billing, correct?
3: You know, listen, Rich understands. He gets it. He he gets it. Nobody knows better than him.
2: Or you, by the way, because my my seat next to to him is lonely here, Marshall. I don't like being here without you.
3: I know. I know. I'm sorry. I I, I let you down. This will not happen again.
2: No, don't let it happen again. Let's talk about Derrick Henry, because the question of the day is, is he already a Hall of Famer? What do you believe, Marshall Falk?
3: um I, if you if you just look at his body of work thus far um and what we what we we anticipate for it to continue in this in this realm, obviously as you get older there's gonna be a little drop off but what we need now is just longevity we need to see this sustained uh this greatness sustained just for periods of time and you know we're we're going to be able to usher him in and then the question is um, as we do it, is he a first ballot Hall of Famer or is he, you know, in the Hall of Fame? It's all of those things, you know, those rooms inside of rooms that we talk about when we get to these levels.
2: Has he done enough already, though? Just with the two years, just with how he's played, is he already assured?
3: Oh, ah, man, it, 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 it's tough to say yes. Um, obviously, we've seen guys who have had the same, a, a similar type of impact on the league. And, and let's say their careers were cut short. I think if your career is cut short, if something happened to him and he could not continue this, um, it would be people would look at it like, okay, he would have been in compared to if he just fell off. There's two – Terrell Davis. We knew if Terrell Davis did not hurt his knee, what, would have, what his career would have been. First ballot Hall of Famer. He was on his way. But because of what happened, now you look at his body of work and then you have to kind of forecast what it would have been compared to, let's just say if he didn't get hurt and he played those years and had a similar career, they probably wouldn't have let him in.
2: Marshall falk here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Marshall, we saw a pretty dejected Aaron Rodgers last night talking about throwing a bunch of wobblers, saying his thumb is still not where it wants to be, but he's not blaming it. What are your reactions to watching Aaron Rodgers after the game last night?
3: He's he's human, you know. I I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. You know, we, we used to talk about, you know, if you were starting your starting a team, like what quarterback do you want? And, and it was like Aaron Rodgers, and obviously this was pre-Patrick Mahomes, but but um, I, I just I've never seen him look so mortal or so human and all the cryptic interviews that he's been doing it was for him to say yeah yeah that was me yeah it was like man that's the kind of leadership i like that right there because when the guys were dropping balls or other things were happening you know he was really not pointing the finger but just stating the facts because sometimes when we do interviews, we don't want to blame people or say what it really is. We know you're watching a game. We know you get it. But he was being very candid. And last night, a lot, a lot of what happened was, was on him. And, you know, I, I just, I, I like where he is right now. I know a lot of people are pissed off and they don't like the way, you know, he, he's going about his business. But I think Aaron Rodgers is tired of having the best record in the league and then losing in the playoffs. He, he, he's looking at championships and saying, "Okay, I have one." Well, what's that? What's that when you look at Brady and what he has? Well, what's that?
2: But what's he to do then, Marshall? Because I think that if he didn't have 59 million reasons to stay, would he walk away? Do you believe, or do you believe that he has more in him? Does he want to? What do you think will be the answer there?
3: Well, I'll say this. You know, he was talking about walking away, and Green Bay was talking about wanting him to walk away. Well, if, if Green Bay was waiting for a body of work to say, "Well, maybe, maybe we need to be playing Jordan Love," well, this could be it. If you really want to, this this could be it. And here's what I know: this team is not equipped to be playing with the with, with Jordan Love at quarterback. I mean, we're watching Aaron Rodgers struggle with this team. This team isn't equipped. And they have to look at it. They, they they missing a couple of pieces. They're missing a couple of pieces. They got exposed last year in the playoffs. Um, and obviously, we know they had some offensive linemen that was hurt. They, they, they kind of patched it together last season. And, um, you know, Aaron felt like they didn't address their needs. And so he voiced that. And obviously, uh, we know Devontae got out of there, but Listen, man. If this divorce is gonna happen, this is like Aaron Rodgers is giving them reason to maybe is he he on the is he on the down is he on the downhill? Where is he? Like this is this is it?
4: Marshall, we got a pretty big game in Minnesota this weekend. Uh, when are we gonna start taking the Vikings seriously? What's it gonna take? Is it gonna take another? Another big win over a tough, you know, conference team in in Dallas? Like, what's it going to take for us to really look at the Vikings as contenders?
3: I am so impressed with what Kirk Cousins is doing. I've always said that he was the reason, like, if they needed him to win, if they needed him on his arm, he couldn't win a game. At the team, when they play well, they can always win. But now I'm seeing Kirk Cousins be the reason why they win games. He, he, the yeah, yeah, Justin Jefferson making great throws. i mean making great catches, but it's the throw. Kirk Cousins wouldn't throw a lot of these balls that he's throwing, and 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 just just what he's doing, and it's just so ironic, you know. Um, Dak Prescott will be across the field watching Kirk Cousins, and he's watching his his future. He's like, "Well, what we used to think about Kirk Cousins is what we're now saying about Dak." I think his record against teams that are five hundred or better is like sixteen and seventeen. It's unbelievable. Like you can't beat good teams, and what does that mean? That means you can't win in the playoffs. That's that, and that's the that's the problem the Cowboys that they that they've been having. So. Man, it, it, this is like this is like one of those big games we get mid season that could possibly be the NFC, you know, championship, and and I can't wait to see how both of these quarterbacks respond. Dallas as a team, but Kirk Cousins coming off a game, and and now now he's getting praised. Man, this is this is awesome. This this is so good. I can't wait to watch these two these two teams go at it.
4: Yeah, what, what did I hear earlier in the week? That Kirk Cousins is now being encouraged to throw it into super tight windows, like throw those contested balls just to see if Jefferson can make the play, right?
3: Yeah, he was, he's, the conservative, he's a conservative quarterback. His problem was he would only throw the ball to open guys. And when you get in the playoffs, guess what the problem is? Your guy won't be that wide open. You have to throw those, those I-trust-you balls. Those fifty-fifty balls, and watch your guy go get it. And he just—he wouldn't make those throws, and now we're watching him make those throws. And it's like being an elite quarterback isn't just about the throw; it's about believing and having faith that the receiver is going to catch the ball and protect you as a quarterback. That's what this comes down to. And and let let, let me let me not do and Justin Jefferson. I mean, uh, Uno, Uno came and stole the show last year, Jamar Chase, <laughs> and Justin Jefferson. It's like, I'ma take it right back because a year, two years ago, it was about me. And just imagine these two young men played opposite each other. Unbelievable, unbelievable to watch what Justin Jefferson is doing. And it's not like, when he came in, they just gave it to him. Like, he went, took the one spot. He went and said, I'm the number one in his offense. Adam Thielen, you're the number two. <clears throat> and it's impressive to watch what he's doing. Yeah, no wonder. The no. numbers that he's putting up. Look at the
0: numbers he's putting up. Yeah.
2: Marshall, uh, Marshall Falk here on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone lines. Are you at all concerned about the mistakes that Josh Allen is making, Marshall?
3: No. No, I think Josh has to make these mistakes to get him to the next level. Now let's be critical. Let's stay on him because that's what we do. Do all quarterbacks, but that oh he hadn't thrown an interception in the red zone and missed many tries for a reason. He was probably being too conservative. So now he'll know. He'll know when the games are tight. When things are on the line, he'll understand what his limitations are. And when he's taking chances, where to take the chances? I think this is just this is just a part of the maturation of a quarterback. It's like he's learning, like okay, this thing is on me. I carry the load. I'm getting all the accolades. I need to make the plays. I need to be the reason we win, or the reason we lose. And that's the quarterback position. You can't be you can't be iffy. You can't be uh when you play that position. You're the reason the team went, and you're the reason the team lose. That's why in the history of football, when you talk about players and you talk about coaches, you talk about a head coach and a quarterback when you talk about wins and losses. You never hear, hey, Marshall Falk, are you his win-loss record? Nope. Quarterbacks and head coaches for a reason.
2: What other question marks might you have for this weekend's games, Marshall?
3: Oh, man. Um... I, I don't i really don't have any i just i just like the I, I like where the league is right now i like the fact that all the teams are really starting to show is kansas city um uh, uh charger la charger game such a big game such a big game and 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 for Brandon staley you know it, like it, it, it Is everybody when they're in trouble? Sean Payton is possibly the coach coming. (laughs) Like is Sean Payton like the replacement for everybody right now? It seems like coach seems to underperform. It's crazy how his name continues to get thrown around. But but this team, Justin Herbert, anytime you put him and 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 that Mahomes in a game, hey, I'm watching. I'm I'm I'm, I got it. They got my attention. And what a big game to watch them two, these two young quarterbacks. And just think about how long they're going to battle. How long they're going to battle. Can I, can I give a little props to Seattle and what they're doing? Cause I talk so much crap about Seattle because they're in the West, you know, with the Rams and I just, I don't give them a lot of credit, but you know, it, it, it's just impressive. You lose to Russell Wilson, Geno shows up and where Geno has this team in first place, that's impressive. And and, and I, I wish I could give Russell Wilson a hug. He needs a hug. He really needs a hug. He don't need to ride. No no ride, just just a hug. <laughs>
4: hey, Tua, hey, Rich. Uh, hey. I'm sorry. Hey, Marshall. Uh, Rich said two weeks ago that Tua uh, is an elite quarterback. What have you seen out of uh, what's going down in Miami? You like what you see out of Tua so far?
3: You know, I, I now can see the talent that he is. Um, there was just a lot of question marks around him. And he doesn't have to play tough. Uh, too, we know you're fragile. He's elite. He, he, he's, he's elite. Like, what, what the kid is doing, you just you just don't get to do that. Um, and if, if they have the talent around him and the protection for him, the running game to help him, and with his defense and what they've done, um Man, I am I'm impressed at what the Miami Dolphins have done. And let's, 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 let's not forget, you know, um, they, they came off a pretty rough offseason. Nobody was really focused on the football aspect of it because we had some, we, we, we had some, some social issues with what was going on with the Miami Dolphins. And, and I, I, like where, where they are as a team. This head coach has proven that, you know, he he can lead men now. I have to do this for Rich. Hey, you guys, the Jets have a chance of making the playoffs. The Jets.
2: No. Don't you love Come the on. fact that maybe it, his uh, maybe, maybe your reception crapped out just because you're saying the Jets have a chance? <laughs> the
3: Jets. For Rich. For Rich Eisen. The Jets. This is awesome. Oh. And I'm going to say it. When, when the Jets and the Giants are good, Football is so much better.
2: It's been a long time, though, Marshall.
3: Like I said, like I said, so much better. Been a long time.
2: Last question: What is the time? Yes, sorry.
3: at the same time. Oh, I'm happy for Rich. My heart is full. My heart is full for Rich.
2: Listen, he doesn't ask for a whole lot. You know that, right? He asks for you know. Just a, a Michigan win over Ohio State, the Jets to be competitive, and what would be the third thing? Me to leave him alone for, for an hour? He doesn't ask for a whole lot. Come on, Marshall, give him the Jets, right? Uh, last
3: yeah, I, I, I could not do this show and not talk about the Jets. I send him little text messages about his team, like, "Hey, here's what it is," you know. in, in, in the sea. I, I just like I, I love. I love Robert Fowler. I could play for that man.
2: Really? Why? What is it that you love so much about him?
3: When when he got these players to believe, we we, we bought into that if you went to the Jets, there was a curse. And he said, the losses and the things that happened, you guys weren't even born. (laughs) (laughs) Zach Wilson was like, hey Zach, you can't even be responsible for this. You weren't born when this thing when this happened with the Jets you're not responsible for all the losses so let's not play into the narrative and early in the season he said we will play good ball and I know just like just, 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 uh, uh, along with me you guys were like yeah right we've heard this before well, he fit he fit the New York mindset perfect coach both coaches both of them.
2: Well, from his team to yours, what do you think is the way out for the Rams from their current predicament, Marshall?
3: Oh, this is it. This is this is this is listen. Here's it. You pushed all the chips in last year. You you, you won, and this is what you get. This is this is what happens the the year after. They they just don't have the they don't have the talent. And and, and I'll, I'll be up front on the offense and defensive line minus the one or two guys that they have that we know of, they're not good enough up front.
2: Well, that's pretty succinct. Let's just be real. Yep, that's telling them like it is.
3: They are not good enough. The defensive line, they're not good enough. The offensive line, they're not good enough. And when you're not good enough on those two, in those two areas, you, you struggle as a team. Don't even worry about coming off a Super Bowl season. You struggle as a team. I mean, teams come in; they can get, they can just get sacked. This offensive line might be one, one of the, one of the, and, and I'm sorry because they've been playing musical chairs. It has so many guys hurt, but the, the, the collection of talent. I mean, I, what they're on the third tackle. I mean, the left guard has had I don't know 19 concussions. I mean, it's, it's just it's, it's, they've had multiple centers. It, it's just it's not good. You, you cannot do this. Up front. That's the one place you have to be healthy or your season is going to be challenging.
2: Last question for you, Marshall. What's your favorite dish on Thanksgiving?
3: Oh, man, my favorite dish. I'm a, I, I love, um, and I bake I them now since my mother's along with it. A stuffed bell pepper with, with, with ground meat and shrimp, um, with cornbread. Uh, seasoning on top of it, cornbread dressing on top of it, my cornbread dressing. Up, cornbread crumbs on top of it. Oh, uh, can't wait.
2: Okay, I can't, can't wait to try it next time you come up. I can't wait for you to bring me some of that to try. I got you. All right, then you, you always do. You always do, Marshall Falk. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank,
3: thanks for allowing me to ride in the sidecar, too, honey.
2: I I, honey, the chair's always open for you. You're like you're like my Elijah, I appreciate so it. to speak. <laughs> Marshall. Bye, Marshall. Thanks a lot. 2000, 2008, 2022, when it comes to the economy, these are scary years. Dotcom crash, housing crash, and the roller coaster we're going through right now. One thing is certain, it's a dangerous time to not know your numbers, but over 31,000 businesses have the confidence and clarity that they need because they rely on NetSuite by Oracle, the number one cloud financial system. NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning and budgeting so you can manage risk, get reliable forecasts and improve margins, everything you need all in one place. So how do you prepare for uncertain times? The answer is NetSuite. NetSuite helps you identify rising costs, automate your business processes and easily see where to save money. That's why 93% of customers say that they've improved their visibility and control when they upgraded to NetSuite. What are you waiting for? Right now, NetSuite is offering a one of a kind flexible financing program head to netsuite.com slash rich radio right now netsuite.com slash rich radio netsuite.com slash rich radio your calls and jj watt still ahead on this friday edition of the rich eisen show don't go anywhere This NFL season, every Westwood one NFL broadcast streams live for free Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, Thanksgiving and Christmas triple headers, the international series and every post game is free on Westwood one NFL broadcasting. That is really impressive and really generous and really great, great way to find the NFL so Rich was down and out obviously took the day off yesterday and today but he wasn't so down and out that he didn't have a chance to catch up with the Cardinals defensive end JJ Watt and here he is
0: joining me here prior to Monday night football taking on the San Francisco 49ers in a home game in Mexico City on Monday night is the three-time defensive player of the year and perennial pro bowler JJ Watt how are
5: you sir I'm well how are you sir
0: I'm hanging in there. Let's just jump into it. Uh, how is KJ Watt doing? How's the little KJ Watt doing? Uh, he's it?
5: doing good, man. He's doing really well. Um, loving it. Loving life.
0: So you are. What? What is he? Uh, four weeks old now. Three and a half weeks old. Where are we?
5: Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Good job.
0: You know, I come prepared. I
5: come prepared. It's impressive. It's impressive every time. I
0: appreciate that. I I, I want to impress you, but uh, in in all seriousness, this is the first time you're playing football with uh, with fatherhood as well. I'm 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 truly curious as to how that is working out for you so far.
5: It's great man it's awesome it's um I mean it obviously you know everybody always says it gives you a sense of purpose it gives you you know some extra added meaning to to life in general um but it also uh it just you know after minnesota we we lost and it was a tough loss, and you know you're always tough on yourself after losses um but then when you walk in the door and that was my first game after having koa, you walk in the door and you get to hold your son and you get to feed him uh. You know everything kind of goes away for a little bit, and it's it's just the greatest thing in the world. And then this week, obviously, we win. We're in LA, we win. Uh, I get to come home, and so it, when your bad days are bad, you get to come home, and he makes it all better. And when your good days are good, you get to come home, and he makes them even better. So it's it's awesome. And
0: it balances things out. I, I knew, you know, JJ. I, I just know. That you're you're gonna you're a dad that gets in there, man. You're 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 in, you're you are on diaper duty, right? You're 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 doing the oh, whole thing. I, oh yeah,
5: oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. I mean, my wife obviously does an mm-hmm. uh, unbelievable amount of the work while I'm here getting ready for games and on the road. But uh, when I get home, I try and do my best to do the feeds, diapers, things like that. Try and take some pressure off her and, and get some good quality time with the little man.
0: I love it, man. That is so cool. Uh, and, uh, and congratulations to you and your wife on that. And in terms of the. Football season, you just mentioned a a big win against the Los Angeles Rams in L.A. How, How does one win just kind of change things and the mood around a team like that, J.J.?
5: You know, it's, uh, I mean, obviously, it's, we haven't had the start that we wanted, um, but when you get a win on the road against a division opponent, it's always big, and it gives you that boost, it gives you that energy, you know, Um, you have a couple losses, and it's it's tough, you know, the mood's a little bit different, but then you win, and all of a sudden, everything is cured, and, and you're happy, and practices are going well, and everything feels better, so. Uh, it's very difficult to win this league. So when you do, you got to cherish it, but you also have to try and build off it and continue that momentum, and that's what we have to do this week.
0: And then, you know, this is your your first of two games against San Francisco. So the division is still there. I mean, I, I know that you've already played Seattle twice, but San Francisco has an opportunity to take over this division this weekend, and you have a chance to just make sure that doesn't happen and, and hold serve. I'm, I'm wondering if this is something you guys are talking about, in your locker room at all, JJ.
5: I mean, we understand, we understand the position that we're in right now. We understand that we've put ourselves in uh, a position. That's not the most ideal where we want to be, but we also know that uh, if we play good football, we take care of what we need to take care of. We have a chance to, to put ourselves in much better position, um, but we can only control. What we can control. Yep. And, one week at a time. I'm gonna see how many cliches I can fit in here. That was two of them. Um, that was all, two of all, them. All we can do is go out there and when they roll the ball out, we play football.
0: Do you know how to say "It is what it is" in Spanish? You might need that for this weekend. <laughs> oh,
5: I'm, I've been working on my Spanish this week. It's getting there. I can I can survive, um, but I'm not I'm not going to be fluent.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I, I you know, I I could do that right now. I'm right in front of a computer to tell you about the "It is what it is" right now. Hold on a minute. I'm typing it in. Uh it's S L O K S. I think that's that there you go. S L O K S. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we're we're getting bueno. we're, we're getting hooked on phonics right here uh with JJ Wildcats yeah, prior to to Monday night football taking on the San Francisco 49ers. And now obviously McCaffrey's in this mix. Uh what are you seeing on film that um that that he's added? that now might ratchet up the uh, degree of difficulty for you guys this weekend?
5: Well, he can throw the ball pretty well, apparently, <laughs> so I've learned that. Um, but, uh, I mean, he's a weapon, and they have weapons. They have guys all over, and one of the most impressive things about this team is how they break tackles, and he's, he's another guy that they've added to that mix who's phenomenal at breaking tackles, So you get him out in open space. Uh, he's very difficult to get down, so it's going to be up to us to make sure that we put them in tough situations, but then when they do get the ball in their hands, uh, we all have to swarm and try and tackle them and get them down because they've made some highlight real plays on making guys miss.
0: And then Jimmy G, what's what are you um, what's the plan of attack here? Obviously, this is not your first rodeo trying to go put him down on the turf, but uh, in, in terms of the past and what you're seeing now, what is that challenge, J.J.?
5: Yeah, I mean, he he obviously does a great job in their offense, and, and their offense works as an entire unit collectively together, and they do it very well. That's why they succeed. Um, so for us, our, our whole game is just to try and make them uncomfortable, put them in situations that they don't want to be in uh, where they have to do things that they don't want to do. Now, obviously, that's what every team ever is trying to do, but that's that's our number one thing is try and get them off schedule um, and kind of try and allow ourselves to, to try and put them in situations they don't want to be in.
0: I asked uh, this question of uh, another pass rusher colleague of yours you're going to be seeing down there in uh, in Mexico City, in Nick Bosa. Do you have any um, two cents on the field turf and the playing on grass as opposed to many of the non-natural surfaces? There's been a lot of conversation uh, amongst bold-faced name players in the NFL. You're certainly one of them. Do you have any uh, stance on this subject, J.J. Watt?
5: Um. I- I can say something wild if you want me to give you a headline, but uh, you know, my, no. my honest feel yeah. I mean, I can speak honestly with you on it. Nice. I mean, uh, if all conditions are equal and everything, it's a sunny 75-degree day, I want to play on grass. I want to play on good quality grass. I think everybody would choose good quality grass on a clear day. Now, once you get into wet, rainy games, you get into snowy games, that's when I personally, as a passer, I would rather have – Good quality footing and be on a good, solid quality turf. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I want I want to play on whatever the best possible conditions are to have a good, clean game. Um, there are some turfs that are better than others, and I definitely think there are turfs that that could be uh, better. I think there are a lot of turfs that could be better. Um, but like I said, if all things are consi- equal, and it's a 75 degree sunny day, ten times out of ten, I'd rather play on grass.
0: JJ Watt here on Monday Night Football. Rich Eisen show as well, uh, getting ready for the week eleven finale against the San Francisco 49ers. So, um, before I let you go here, um, your your belief in this team's ability to get in the playoffs right now from your current position and you having been on playoff teams before and what you're seeing in that locker room right now, and we're all wondering if your quarterback's healthy enough to to play on Monday night when we're recording this. Uh, I'm wondering what your Two cents on that subject are,
5: J.J.? I'm, all, I'm always going to have belief in my team. I'm always going to have belief in my team. I'm going to have belief in our guys. Um, we're going out there. We're preparing. We're practicing. Um, like every single game is a playoff game for us because that's what it has to be. Um, with the situation that we're in, we have to treat it like that, and that's what we're going to do. So it all starts Monday night in Mexico City, and we have to go out there and do whatever it takes to get a W.
0: Okay, and you know I never look for a headline from you. I always want you to speak straight from the heart. Come on, come on. That's that's no, my one. But I,
5: I am. I mean, I I did see the Germany game, and I did see you know there were issues with the grass out there, and mm-hmm. there's definitely a difference between how grass is prepared for soccer games, no question, and how grass is prepared for football games with three hundred pound guys you know pushing on each other for an entire three hours. So um, they've had games in Mexico City before. I'm hopeful and confident that they will have a uh, great grass us and that it'll 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 be a good opportunity but i yeah that i would i'd be lying if i hadn't asked about it already
0: okay sounds good uh, well I, that was my wind up actually for this pitch for the last question for you at age 33 you got a little kid at home are you are you thinking about your the end of your career right now jj uh,
5: i'm thinking i'm thinking about the san francisco 49ers in mexico city on monday night
0: okay brother I'm glad to chat with you. I appreciate you taking the time. I really do. And, um, you know, um, let, let everyone know where you're registered. We'll, we'll, we'll fill up uh, the, the wad that. household. No, for, I
5: won't for, tell you because you're going to send some Michigan blue onesie and I don't need that in my house, you know?
0: Well, I was not going to even bring up this subject at all, um, <laughs> you know, but I still drink I out of the... I did it for the... you.
5: I wanted to give you a chance to gloat. <laughs> when things are good, you should, you should have your opportunity. Go ahead.
0: We didn't even play uh, Wisconsin this year. We didn't even we didn't even play that. I know,
5: he, I know. It's probably uh right now you guys got a big one coming up down the road. I'm I'm actually looking forward to watching that game that you guys got coming up in a couple well, weeks.
0: Oh, I already spoke to Nick Bosa about that one
5: as well. I just uh I just I bet. I'm talking I bet with my chest cool, right now. Well, yeah. I mean Look, we're the ones going for the winning streak. Get a cool, uh, little coffee cup bet like you had with me.
0: You know what? Um, I don't believe uh, I put anything on the line like that one. I was a touch more confident with you a couple of years ago. And that <laughs> cup, that mug that sits on my desk that holds yeah. Rich Eisen's tears that you sent me with yeah. you. By the way, you have a great photograph of you as a Wisconsin Badger. Yeah. Uh, that cup is dry right now. Uh, there's no there's All no right. liquid in it, as you no. know.
5: So. Yeah, You don't have any. So hopefully, <laughs> for your sake, there are no more this year. I wish you I appreciate luck it. in that endeavor.
0: And same to you in the endeavor on Monday Night Football, J.J. Watt. Best to you and your right. family. Thanks for the time,
5: brother. Thanks, Rich. Have a good
2: one. All right, J.J., look at this. It's empty. There's no tears. No tears. <laughs> Although I'm going home after this, so you never know. Nah. Uh, J.J., also, other thing, in case you're out there watching, you're worried about him sending you a onesie? I'm the one who does the shopping. That's a big mistake. Big one.
1: Huge. Huge. What movie? Oh, that's a Pretty Woman. Julia Roberts at the Regent.
2: Big verbally, mistake, big one,
4: huge, big one. huge. Chris, I gotta say, I've done a one, one eighty on JJ Watt. I used to be uh, part of the members of the media. He used to kind of bag on JJ because because it seemed like everything he did was for the camera. You know, like oh, I'm catching passes on the from the Jugs machine on Hard docks because the cameras are rolling. And probably you know, I'm, wor- I'm working out in my cabin that's got an elevator. Like, you're just
2: jealous. Like, come he on, He does have faith
1: in people.
4: Uh, well, you know, maybe. I love how you called
1: yourself a member of the media. Are we members of the media?
4: Uh, I mean, I know adjacent? we're influencers and content creators, but. Well, I'm an award-winning journalist, so That's... I don't I don't know what you are, but I'm a member. I, I have that on my gotcha. resume for the, hmm. to be a member of the media, hmm. but. Um, Does that count in Maine, though? Uh, good point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nothing counts in Anyway, Maine, I just the want to say,
4: like, I think JJ's awesome now. Like, I really enjoyed, the, you know, what he's done the last few years, you know, the things that he did with the hurricane relief in Houston and. And just going to Arizona. Now he's a father. Now we have that in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to being Jack's physical specimen, <laughs> well, also just watching. I've been. <laughs> he's just awesome. I, and I just my whole point is this. I've done a 180 on the guy.
2: Right. Just JJ, if you're watching, yeah. let's review. I'm the one who buys the gifts, and Chris thinks you're awesome. I think you're awesome. <laughs>
4: You know, I've been watching
1: Hard Knocks, you know, catching up and just, you know, we heard the story. It didn't really make a lot of news outlets, but when they had to shock his heart back into it.
2: Yeah, yeah, rhythm, yeah.
1: So that kind of happened over the last episode of Hard Knocks. And, you know, he got really, you know, choked up because as yeah. red right as his son was being born. And you know, obviously, whether you have kids or not, you understand that feeling just sure. by sitting here and watching him go through that. And that was, man, that was frightening. And for the guy to come back and still play that week.
2: Yeah, no doubt. Um,
1: crazy. That's crazy. Yeah.
2: You can listen to the NFL and the NFL app on the Odyssey app on Westwood One dot com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports sponsored by AutoZone. Also, really interesting conversation, I think, that both Nick Bosa had, as well as J.J. Watt, about the turf and about the grass. I, You know, in college football, when I would travel, I'd go to so many stadiums where I'd be looking at the turf and thinking this is just asking for an ACL sprain. Or blowout. Yeah. And I think that the NFL's got to be listening. When you're hearing some of the biggest stars taking their time in, in, in a pulpit to talk about the turf grass situation, I think you have to stop and listen. Yeah, I know these
4: guys really want grass, but it's like, and I totally understand that. It makes sense. But then you look at some of the horrible grass turfs that are out there, like Pittsburgh is notoriously bad. Washington, you Kind of saw how that helped uh, ruin Robert Griffin III's, yep. you know, knees back in the day. Like, there is a way to go about it where you know you can switch to the to the field turf that's you know high quality, one hundred percent. Like everyone goes with it, but I think MetLife announced today that they're going to switch their turf next year. So I know that was one of the stadiums that a lot of people had issues with, and you know, hopefully we can come to a compromise because, like Nick Bosa said, and uh, you know you're making too much money to. Uh, to have your best athletes go down because of field issues.
2: Maybe they need to hire Bill Murray and get him out there as the groundskeeper, right? right? To Carl check Spackle, for. Uh, where you Carl at, Carl Spackler? All over, right across the NFL. This is cross the between
1: the green grass and the Northern you. California centimeter. And <laughs> <laughs> the great thing about it is you could play, you know, eighteen holes in a day and then get stoned to the bejesus buddy. night.
2: <laughs> so that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> quite your Christopher Walken, but that's cool. pretty that's good. Bad. I've been working on that for a that's while. You keep workshopping that, okay? I will. Okay
1: said the, rest the here, to Augusta.
2: <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, that, that is it, Mike amazing. That is they put the put the clicker down. Yeah, that
1: was we call it the remote drop. Remote drop. Remote yep. that's on.
2: What, yeah. What's yours, Felly?
4: Uh, I actually still love uh, Shawshank Redemption. I know oh, yeah. that's one of yours too. I oh, love Shawshank. Shady. Fugitive.
2: Who do we have on yesterday? I don't remember. Who was it that said they hadn't seen? Was it Stephen Colbert who said he hadn't seen the Shaw Redemption. Oh, yeah. I've seen see I've seen, Shawshank Redemption? Never seen any of those movies. Have Shawshank Redemption? seen
1: Caddyshack or Caddyshack? Yeah. What's
2: wrong with you, Stephen Colbert?
1: <laughs> it doesn't make sense that he hasn't seen Caddyshack or either of those. I didn't. I missed out that he didn't see Shawshank. Yeah,
2: yeah he, he did say that okay. too. Yeah. Wow. I don't get it. What are you doing with your life?
4: The disrespect is real. <laughs> the disrespect is real. It's He's,
1: I know. guess, sitting up writing jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: mean, since awesome. I have no shot of ever going on his show, I might as well say, "What are you doing, Stephen?"
1: <laughs> well, you know, you know what Mike Tomlin says, though, Susie. You, what? You never say never. Oh. Never say never, but never.
2: What's the best cliche for sports? What is it? Well, Rich's favorite is, "I don't have a
4: crystal ball." Right. You know, one day, to, I think one day at a time is good. Uh, it is what it is, is one of my favorites.
2: I think it is what it is, is special. It's that, it kind of works for
4: everything. Hey, it's snowing outside. Do you got any comment? I mean, it is what I it is. I think we
1: gave 100%. That's all. That's just the easiest thing.
4: Learn, I like
2: they 110%. are who we thought they were.
1: And then you add your percentage accordingly.
4: You right, know? right.
2: They are who we thought they were. But that really wasn't a cliche. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, just, I one. think Danny
4: Green like misspoke
2: in a weird way. And no, then it was just I said, "What he
4: goes? The Bears
1: are who we thought they were, and we Wait, let him also, off the hook."
2: <laughs> I like that one. That I one mean, I'm a little. Nice. Unbiased. I was
1: supposed to be at that game and didn't go. Man, what happened? Uh, my grandmother passed away, uh, and oh, so I right. I, I help I helped like organize a trip for like six of our friends to actually it was like nine of us, and then I ended up not going to that game.
2: But, yeah, because was that on a Thursday? That
1: was a Monday, was I believe. Monday. Yeah.
2: Where do we go after that one? That's a that's a. Oh, no, I'm no, sorry, no. TJ. Oh, it's all good. It's, sorry,
1: I mean, you know, a while ago. was a while ago. Was and a while I know ago. where she's at. That was a while you know.
2: ago. <laughs> We don't say it, Susie. I was going to make a joke off of that, but that's a, that's a tough that's a tough joke. Yeah, so don't. I'm just going to sit on that one and say we're going to go to break <laughs> and close, with like, this, close okay. with this Friday edition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often, oh, I can right. edit myself. Very rarely, mm-hmm. that was just one of my sad, quick attempts to say, well, Susie, right don't time. say it. <laughs> <laughs> Back here on The Rich Eisen Show, Bill Belichick speaking today earlier at a press conference. So we always know it. when you ask Bill a question, you, you kind of take a deep breath. You hold your heart in your hands and you go for it. So he was asked earlier today about his excellent record coming off of a bye. This is today's Bill Belichick press conference moment.
0: Today's Bill Belichick press conference moment. Oh, well, we prefer to win.
2: Bill, um, historically your team's
3: usually pretty good coming off a bye. How important is it for you and your staff to get that extra work in for that week to make sure they're ready
5: to go? Yeah, I hope we're better than we were last year. (laughs) Year by year. Year by year.
4: Hold on. What (laughs) did he say? So we have day by day, and and now we have year by year from Bill, and with Sean McDermott. Was minute, right. hour by hour. It was hour by hour for Josh Allen. And the Doobie brothers are minute by minute.
2: <laughs> That's just <laughs> brutal. You know. You got to you got to dig deeper than feels, that. Phil's amazing. Uh, Brock, remember when games. I said day by
1: day was going to be the pinnacle? Though I'm telling you that that uh, was, day by day was pretty good. That was it. Day by day.
2: Sneaky good games, boys. We need sneaky good games let's to close it, out this on Friday fire. edition. Let's oh go, God, Brockman. Let's, let's go. go. Come on. People.
0: Here's Chris Brockman with Sneaky Good Games. Contests likely to surprise you with their heretofore undisclosed competitive it value.
4: It is just stupid how on fire I am, guys. 3-1 <laughs> last week. We're 13-2-1 in the last month. 24-12-2 overall, TJ. Oh, my gosh. That's so many pairs of sneakers that we can't get on the sneakers app. Uh, don't bring that. <laughs> up. All right, here we go. Here's what I'm liking this week. You know what, guys? I'll tell you what. Philadelphia, I don't know if they're going to lose their second straight, but they didn't look good against Washington. And now they're going to face Jonathan Taylor and Jeff. I'm all in on Jeff Saturday. Just give me the Colts plus seven. All right. That's a lot of points in a home game. Jeff Saturday. Oh, my. I just love it. Matt Ryan is going to run all over the place. Plus seven Colts. Atlanta and Chicago, Chicago has now entered in the realm of one of those teams. They just play weird games and they score a lot of points, but they give up a lot of points and the Falcons are still kind of fighting for a playoff. Just give me over 49 more than seven touchdowns in that game. Yeah, absolutely. New England and, and, and the Jets. Look, like there's going to be high wins in New England. I don't know. I think this is going to be a weird game. This is kind of like throw the records out. I don't love the spread in this one, but I think there could weirdly be a lot of scoring. Thirty-eight seems low. Usually, when the number's that low, you go the other direction. I'm going over thirty-eight, and I love the G-men. I don't. I don't get they're disrespected. They're seven and two. Saquon's
2: doing his thing, and the Lions stink. Give me the Giants <laughs> minus three.
1: Brother Jefferson agrees with that.
4: Let's go, Daniel and, Jones.
2: Yeah, and you heard what Marshall said. It's nice to have both New York teams playing well.
1: Yeah, which is a rarity. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I, don't I care less. But
4: oh, I, I, think, I, 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 don't think the Jets are still very good. But their quarterback stinks. No. Respect. You said that very quietly. You did. Do you
2: really have? You due did respect? not say
1: that with your chest. But
2: respect. also, when you say "all due respect," you're not really respectful. No, well, but Rich
4: doesn't like me to say that people stink because they're they're going to come on the show at some point and like you know. That's true. You know what I mean.
2: I think most people who watch this show know that you're a nasty New Englander anyway. <laughs> you're probably right. I mean, what am I supposed to say? The Jets are great. No. I'm from New England. Yeah, we don't believe that. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I married a New Yorker. I'm from New England. When's the last time you went to a game in Foxborough? I still call it Shoot. Foxborough.
4: It's been a long time. A long time, right? Yeah, it's been a long time.
2: It's been a I, long I was time. Actually at,
4: You know that uh, the famous clip of Brady juking Brian Urlacher? Yeah, yeah. I was at that game. So it's probably been that long. I did go to a game in Buffalo in oh seven. Randy Moss had four touchdowns in the first half. Wow! Sorry, Mike Hoskins.
2: Favorite stadium you've ever been in?
1: That's tough. Um, well, look, I, I've never seen a game technically in SoFi, but I went there for a WrestleMania, uh, a WrestleMania party a few weeks ago. I got to say, SoFi is
2: it's beautiful,
1: unbelievable. Like I've never seen a game there, but just. The outside of the stadium, the inside of the stadium, down on the field, that that's a wonder of the world
4: right there. And that's the thing. Are we, are we talking about new stadiums? Because when we went to the Super Bowl in Minneapolis, they, they have a new stadium. Incredible facility. Right. But then there's just something about Fenway. There's something about... Uh, Camden Yards like those old those old parks. I went to a game at Jacobs Field
1: and that was
2: Oh, that's really special oh, that's too. One.
1: It yeah. was so special that I was sitting in the left field bleachers and I had a pole right next to me so I was wedged up against a pole trying to watch <laughs> Nolan Ryan pitch. That's oh, how long ago this was. You're talking was, about the seats
4: at Fenway down the first baseline that points towards the outfield. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, where am I supposed to look?
2: <laughs> it's kind of like asking a parent who your favorite child is. Like last night Xander said, "Mom, I'm your favorite, right?" And I said, "No." <laughs> Yeah. I love you all the same. Oh, wink, same wink, with my dog. I said wink. I really love Hudson, my old dog, the most. But By I see you right there.
1: You know, I keep notes here in, in my notebook here because you know we write stuff down. And I, there's something I've been meaning to ask you for a while. That Rich said next time Susie's in ask. Oh her, God! He said to ask Susie about the ultimatum. Oh jeez.
2: So AutoZone, you can listen to the NFL (laughs) on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One Station Streams, or by asking Alexa, open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. Hey, it's been great being with you. I'm loving coming in. I really enjoy (laughs) spending time with TJ Jefferson. Because it's written Uh, down. Yeah, and with Chris Brockman, with Jay Felly, Cece, (laughs) with Mike, with Liz, with Adam. Thank you to all of you for holding me on. Up. And right thanks here. for Ask watching Susie. this edition of the Rich Eisen Show, Rich will be back in the chair on Monday. Unless, of course, thanks, you know, Susie. I uh, put a little poison in the chicken soup. <laughs> 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 Happy so, Thanksgiving, we'll everybody. see you Monday.
1: <laughs>